Welcome into the PHS Campus Crossover Pac-12 Awards Show. I'm Shane Diefenbach. I'm with Mike, Luke. We're presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't, and leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, we're doing this, baby. We are, man, dude. After all the talk, after all the hype, <laughs> the celebration, it's over. It's time to step to the plate here, Shane. Yes, sir. Well, before we get into the awards, it's just kind of review the season in general kind of a strange one uh coming off a covid year and everything that's been so kind of all over the place now it kind of feels like everything's a little bit relaxed couple cancellations here and there some postponements but other than that I'd, I'd say it was a pretty entertaining year of Pac-12 basketball. Oh, it was an awesome year of Pac-12 basketball. I don't care what anybody says like around the country when they like to poo-poo Pac-12 and West Coast hoops. <laughs> this was an awesome season. I don't care about the Big Ten and all these boring 55-51 to 51 games and you can throw 16 players on the first team All-American team that aren't that good. The excitement is in the South and the West and the SEC and the Pac-12. That's where it's at right here. And you know what? There's some teams that can make some damage, uh, do some damage come tournament time, and got one of the hotter teams in the country right up in your neck of the woods, right there, Shane. Yep, it's uh, it's happening. Uh, I, so let's talk about ASU U of A really fast because mm-hmm. we'd be remiss if we didn't. The, I've heard a lot of people from the ASU fan base say this team is the hottest team in the Pac-12, and a lot of pushback from U of A fans. I don't think you can. It's almost a fact with record-wise that it is the hottest team in the Pac-12, winning six or seven, chance to go seven for eight. But by no means does that mean they're playing the best basketball in the Pac-12, and I want to make that very clear. This team has found itself a little bit and has had some pretty good wins, but the schedule did get lighter. Um, Getting confidence in the Pac-12 tournament is huge. I'd say they're definitely a scary team to run into, and pending seeding, pending the games tomorrow, uh, we'll we'll see what what ends up there, but what do you think about the Sun Devils team right now, Mike? Well, I will say that Arizona's won 11 of 12, so if you wanted yep. to go there. Yep. Um, but uh, here's the thing with ASU. I've always liked Bobby Hurley, to be honest with you. I think he's a good coach for you guys. I don't. Oh, actually, no, let me rephrase. I don't want to get you in trouble here. I don't think he's a good coach, but I think he's good for ASU. But mm. what I like when, uh, when I looked at this team earlier in the season, I'm thinking to myself, you guys have some talent there. It's not like you're throwing out and you're looking at and you're saying, man, there's nothing to work with. It's not like you're watching Cal or something. And and the way that uh, they've been able to improve, I I think, has been impressive, to be honest with you. It's kind of the opposite of the Hurley thing where you generally start fast and then you fade at the end. But uh, right now he's shown uh, the guys have shown some gumption out there. I I thought that Jalen Brown would be or Jalen Brown, Jalen Graham, excuse me, would have maybe taken a bigger step this season. I liked him a lot coming out of high school. He's kind of an odd an odd duck, I guess, but yeah. uh, Marion Jackson's playing good ball right now. I know that's your guy. Little plug. Shane's got the Shane and the crew up there. Well, I'll let you do it. You got, you have tease yeah. The uh, one 30, uh, Marion Jackson will be joining the PHNX Sun Devils show. Um, so don't miss out on that. It's going to be a really good time. Guys, I'm really excited. But you guys got a lot of length. Um, you got Kamani Lawrence, who, uh, you know, is seems like he's been around for about six years. I actually think he has been around for six years, but you know, <laughs> You're playing decent ball right now. I got to tip my cap to you guys. Yeah, for sure. And I think the thing that still is the reason for hesitancy in the ASU fan base is because of the the hype at the start of the year. You know, you're getting three bona fide stud scores, uh, but all averaging over like 13, 14, 15 points a game. 
from different schools, but that doesn't usually equate to a hot start. It usually takes a while. You see that with you saw it with Oregon this year. Um, they had right. a really slow start, and they've kind of picked it up because of all the transfers. So, yeah, I, and they're still doing this without Marcus Bagley, who is not going to play in the Pac-12 tournament, guys. I'm sorry to say that. Um, but still, there's a lot to look forward to. Really excited to get going with the Pac-12 tournament. And um, aside from ASU <laughs> and obviously U of A, who's your sleeper team to win the whole damn thing? In the uh, uh, Pac-12 tournament that we'll be up with next week? Honestly, man, whatever Oregon's odds are, they're the team that could lose to Washington State in the first round by 20, and they're the team that could win it all. They're the yep. one team that I look at and I say, you know what? I'm very curious to see what kind of odds I could get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right there on that one because they're uh, they're incredibly dangerous. They're the only team in the conference this year that I've watched and I said, you know what? Athletically and quickness wise, they match up with Arizona. Now they're not quite as good as they're not as good as Arizona, obviously, but there's a lot of talent there, and it's been kind of a it it surprised me a little bit that they haven't been able to pick it up in the manner in which they haven't been able to pick it up. You know, one thing real quick, I got to give Bobby Hurley a little bit more credit to, and I don't want to turn this into a Bobby Hurley love fest, but Marcus Bagley deciding not to play this year for whatever reason is something that you can't really come back from. You can't really, you know, that was supposed to be the first round pick. That was supposed to be the face of the team. And, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on behind the scenes, but that was a, uh, that certainly was a uh, decision that has uh, hurt, hurt the Sun Devils in a big way. Yeah, 100%. It, it, it's strange. I think a lot of it has to do with his older brother dealing with a lot of injuries and just the is it really worth it factor. Um, still around the team, was on the bench last night, um, as he has been these past couple months. Uh, but yeah, it's just unfortunate thing for the Sun Devils, and, but really, really good to watch them rally and kind of figure it out a little bit here in the latter half of the year. Yeah, for sure. And just for what it's worth, I don't know if he'll decide to play in college or not, but uh, Bagley's got a little brother named Marte, who I believe is an eighth grader who is about six foot seven already. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember Maybe. seeing Marcus. He used to train at some facilities that I would train at when I was still playing basketball in high school. Um, and he was like a six foot something middle schooler, right. just absolutely wet from behind the arc. So, really, really fun to watch that. Different genetics than Shane Diefenbach. <laughs> Um, well, this is a Pac-12 award show, so we'll go mm -hmm. ahead and get into our first award. Um, why don't we start off with the freshman of the year? This is one that I named myself um, without any consultation yep. from Michael. It's Harrison Ingram. I don't think there's any other real choice for this. Uh, 10 points a game. Um, really the only guy that has been consistent this year in terms of freshmen. Um, do you have any other people that you would think yeah. of uh, aside from Harrison Ingram, Mike? No, that's it. Ayers and Ingram, you just hit the nail on the head. He's a he, he's a, it always cracks me up when you get these five star kids that come to Stanford because I get going to Stanford, but it always cracks me up when you're going there for like a half or like a semester or like a semester and a half because you're it's not yeah. really like you're there for the education. But Shane is always you hit the nail on the head right there. Um, it will be interesting to see if he does come back next year. Um, you see him in mock drafts and he's kind of a fringe first round pick, so he could be back next year. And if he's back next mm. year, then you know you're looking at one of the preseason favorites for conference player of the year. Yeah. Uh, ASU has Stanford tomorrow at 1 PM um, needing to win that game and an Oregon win over Washington state to get to that seven seed spot to avoid U of a in the second round. Mike, do you think that 
Sun Devils have a better chance in the in the finals or in the second round. Um. Wh- wh- so who do you what do you mean by that? Like the Sun Devils would play if they if they stay where they are right now and they won the first round of the conference tournament, they would face up against U of A in the second round. If they didn't, they would face up against them in the in the finals if they got there. Do you think they have a better chance um, in the second or the finals? Honestly, I think they'd have a better chance in the finals because if they're in the finals, then they're continuing their hot streak right there. You know, it's yeah. uh I mean, like you said, joking aside, you know, ASU's playing its best ball of the year. So if they were able to get to the uh if they were able to get to the conference uh, tournament and finals. They've obviously probably gone through a USC or a UCLA to get there. So I think you'd have to feel pretty good about that, to be honest, that, you know, hey, p- playing pretty good ball. Now, granted, I think Arizona will smash them. But, you know, mm-hmm. if they get to if they get to the conference finals, you know, that's they're playing good ball. I think I'd feel better about that than the second round. Yeah, it's it, it really is just going to take a lot. And I know we're going a little off topic here, but in that second matchup when they came to Tempe, ASU didn't really play that bad. Uh, U of A just dominated. They were just a better team. And the the stats after the game showed it. ASU didn't have a terrible shooting percentage. It wasn't an egregious turnover margin. They just got killed. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> something crazy is going to have to happen, but college basketball is full of crazy things. And on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can take advantage of those crazy odds. Uh, a lot of 12 seeds upsets that happen every year. And aside from just doing bracketology, um, you can also – just bet straight up on the games. Maybe a sneaky Wofford-type team with Fletcher McGee-esque talent can make a run again. Maybe a loyal Chicago. Um, but for tomorrow, um, UFC 272 is happening. You can bet just $1 on Covington and Mosbidal in the main event. Get $100 in free bets if you're a new customer when you sign up using that promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Do you have a pick for that, Mike Luke? Do you like either of those? Uh, oh, I'm, going those Colby. All- I'm going Colby all day. Yeah. Easy yeah. pick. Easy pick. I- yeah, it's Sean behind the Mac looking at me. He just picked that on the bet show. I, I just like Masvidal. I like how he fights. He's a fun guy to watch, and I hate Colby Covington with a passion. So yeah, I'm going. But, I'm, I'm but going. if it's about my money, I'm going with what I think as opposed to For what sure. I don't want. For sure. So. For sure. Well, you can bet with your heart or your brain on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, as I said, sign up. He's not <laughs> as long as you put the next. money down. Yeah, bet just $1 on the main event. Regardless of what happens, no contest, knockout in the first round. You get $100 in free bets when you sign up using that promo code PHNX. This week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, that's 21-plus, Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. All right, most of these are probably unanimous, I would say. I don't think there's really a question for other other talents being named these players, um, Mm -hmm. player of the year's. But you might have some arguments. So if you have some arguments, hit us up in the comments. Um, or if you're listening on audio, leave a review and let us know that you didn't like these picks. But DPOY, I think this is clear. Dude is averaging almost three blocks a game. It's Christian Coloco, and it's Christian Coloco by a wide margin, in my opinion. Nah, he's Christian Coloco and uh, another guy that we're going to get to in a second, I think are really emblematic of the transformation of the Tommy Lloyd era. I mean, Mm -hmm. Christian Coloco, you could make the case, has been the best defensive big man in the country between just his shot blocks and when uh, he was able to switch out on Will Richardson to guard him who's one of the best scorers in the conference at the end of yeah. the game against Oregon and uh, Richardson couldn't get a shot off. I mean, this is a guy that I think you could be looking at a national defensive player of the year type. And if he comes back next year, it's going to be more of the same, but yeah, he's, he's been absolutely amazing. And Tommy Lloyd said before the season that he thought the Coloco could uh, be the conference defensive player of the year. A lot of people rolled their eyes, including me. Well, Tommy Lloyd is a harbinger of truth. He was right about mm-hmm. that. 
Yeah, and uh, this isn't an award we're giving out on the show, but I think he also makes a strong case for most improved player um, from last no year. Doubt. Probably one of the biggest steps forward, literally and figuratively, I've ever seen. Well, you go from a guy that's averaging five and five to you know thirteen and eight in three blocks, and yeah, if there was if there was a most improved player. And we don't give out just any awards here on the PHNX crossover. So anybody that's expecting just any award, we don't hand them out. But theoretically, if there was, he would probably be on the short. Uh, he would he well, he wouldn't be on the short end of the stick. He would be the stick. So there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and most there are a lot of U of A players on this list. Um, but we'll get away from U of A for just a quick second. Um, okay. Name our new newcomer of the year and I, I think this one was also just like I really I didn't see another option um he he's had a couple huge moments for this team his stats are great he's a, a leader of this team outside of Isaiah Mobley uh Boogie Ellis uh Memphis guy I was a big fan of him before USC and he's really kind of stepped his game up I think he's been phenomenal for this team and when they need a bucket they go to him rather than Mobley sometimes uh yeah no he's fan he's been fantastic for them um He's a guy that it's going to be because he's got a couple more years of eligibility left. He's the guy that you're going to be wondering in like two or three years. Why is he still here? Mm-hmm. And but he, no, he'll be uh, he's not like really an all conference guy yet because he's just not. But next year, he's going to be a staple on that team. And I think assuming Isaiah Mobley leaves, obviously, Drew Peterson's leaving. He's going to be the face of that uh, that team next year. So, yeah, Shane, you and I are in unison on this one as well, even though I think the Flowers kid might end up winning it. It's our yeah. awards, not theirs, though. Yeah, definitely. And to me, it it goes so much farther than stats. If you watch this team consistently, mm-hmm. USC is so weird to me. I don't want to go as far as to say they're fraudulent because I don't think they are, but they're definitely not as good as the record states. And sometimes they just fall asleep. Uh, they can't just win a game outright with their defense anymore. If Drew Peterson isn't hitting his shots from deep or just not able to score because sometimes he goes cold, the offense right. looks stagnant and Mobley can't do it himself. But Boogie Ellis has really turned this team around at points in games, and I think that's a really underrated aspect of awards. Yeah. Well, it's funny, like when they played Arizona the other day, and it was uh, it was essentially thirty-seven to thirteen after like nine minutes or whatever. I'm like, eh, this team isn't that good. But I do think this team could be a second weekend team. I don't see them going beyond the Sweet Sixteen. But if you were to tell me that they made the Sweet Sixteen, Shane, I wouldn't be surprised by that in the least. Yeah, I, I think they might. Shane would be. Sure. I can tell Shane would be surprised if they made the Sweet 16. Spit yeah, it out. What's on your mind? I think they get bounced in the first round. If they're, if it, it, I just, I can see it happening. Depends on the matchup for sure. I mean, if they, if they come across an undersized team, um, then call it, call your shot. Not. You think they're going to, you think they're going to, without us knowing anything, and I won't hold you to this, USC is getting bounced in the first round, right? I said it on Twitter. I'm saying it here. USC is getting bounced in the first round. All right, dude. You're on, the, uh, you're on NCAA record, right? Tournament, of the NCAA yeah. tournament. Not um, the NCAA. Not in the Pac-12 tournament? <laughs> no, probably not. Um, well, definitely not because they won't be in the first round. Um, we'll we'll get into our coach of the year now. And again, really just a unanimous thing. I think he should win the national coach of the year. It's, it's your boy. It's Tommy Lloyd. Oh, gosh. Tommy Lloyd has been a breath of fresh air down here in Tucson. Like, don't get me wrong. Sean Miller's done some good things or did some good things. But, man, after a while – it just got boring watching the same style of play, watching him scream and spit and sweat and swear at people. You watch Tommy Lloyd, and he's just cool out there. I mean, yeah. he's just 
you know, Tommy Lloyd looks like the kind of guy that you would want to go play basketball for because, you know, and I thought he made a great point about Coloco. They asked him, why is he so much better this year? And he should have just said, because I'm a better coach, but he didn't say that. What he yeah. did say is we love on him. You know, not everybody needs to be screamed at. And Lloyd has pressed every bright button right here. And uh, I think this could be the first of many coach of the year awards for him. He's a he's a dude that just kind of gets it. Yeah, might be first of many coach of the year awards for him, but it might not be. It might be his only coach of the year award for the University of Arizona because that man's going back to Gonzaga when Mark Few retires. Mike Luke, Arizona's a better job than Gonzaga, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just making jokes. Telling you, um, Shane. Maybe he goes to ASU. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, you know, right. Maybe uh, he says, "I need a real challenge," and he goes to ASU. All right. All right. Uh, now for the player of the year. This one, again, just feels Kamani like Lawrence. Yeah. Kamani Lawrence, definitely player of the, no, it's, it's Benedict Matherin, uh, best player on the best team, uh, most consistent player on the most consistent team. Uh, I, I, I just think that he by himself is the best. While we don't have this graphic ready, why don't you tell the people why you think he's such a big part of this U of A team? Well, he checks off every box. He's the most talented player on the team. He's the best player on the team. And when he's going, he is the uh, he's unstoppable, really. I mean, this is a guy that if you were to tell me and and I'm not predicting this per se, but if you were to tell me that he's going to be an NBA all star in three years, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, anybody with eyes can tell that he can shoot. He can get to the hoop. He can score at all three levels. He's going to be a good defender in time. He's uh, his only thing is that he just he I think he talks a little too much to the officials mm-hmm. and he you know I, th- I think he gets down on himself but other than that I mean he checks off every single box and yeah this was an easy uh, this was an easy player of the year award for me honestly I don't even know who I would have picked second I, I don't either I mean maybe Isaiah Mobley I mean I don't know I would it would it would be a, it, there's a clear gap to me Benedict just he does he he makes teams win. He, he makes this team win games sometimes, and that's not something that other players have as much of. The, the USC game team has won in many different ways. The UCLA team has won in many different ways. Uh, Cody Riley sometimes wins them games. Waquez sometimes wins them games. Um, it, 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 it Tiger Campbell sometimes wins them games, and we'll get to those guys in a little bit. But, yeah, I, I don't think you can you can – give Juzang a nod just because he took a step back from last year after an incredible year. That was who I thought was going to win it. That was my preseason pick too. I didn't happy yeah, have sure. Yeah. I mean, that was who I thought. And you know, he's, he'll be on another list. I think that we're going to get to, but you know, it's been, it's Benedict Matherin. It's, you know, anybody that doesn't vote for him, quite frankly, all three of these awards, and I'm not just saying it because of Arizona, all three of these awards are very, very simple. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think there was really another case. I, I could kind of understand Terrell Brown just because of how many points he scored, but it, it, it doesn't translate to wins clearly. So, um, yeah, yeah, and he was the only one because they technically have a newcomer of the year award, and mm-hmm. I was all I was a little confused on that. Does he count as a newcomer, being that he's on a different team this year? Probably not. <laughs> I think it's I think it's coming from outside the conference, but that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder. I doubt it, but I wonder. Because that's that's the pick right there. And you know, that's on the all U of A transfer team right there for sure. (laughs) Well so let's you tweeted this at me earlier today talking about which which tweet at you? 
There's a yeah, lot of exactly. them. That I generally the, the, the one about the transfer team beating ASU's team right now. Yeah. Does it oh, include yeah. all time transfers or people playing this year? Just playing, just guys playing right now. You guys, you uh, gave me five players. You think you think a five man rotation that would play forty minutes each would do well, that? I got other players I can bring off the bench. I just didn't include like a Jamal Baker who's at uh, Santa Clara. I'm just saying. Here's what I'm saying, Shane. If I throw a lineup out there where I got Terrell Brown, who's averaging 20 a game, yeah. James Akinjo, who's all Big 12, Alex Barcelo, who's averaging 18 a game at BYU, Emmanuel Acod, who's averaging 13 and 6 at uh, Boise State, and Jordan Brown, who's averaging 15 and 9 at uh, ULL Lafayette. That's going to be an interesting game there, Shane. Now, granted, you yeah. only got six players. You can't get into foul trouble, but it's going to be a fascinating game. Yeah, well, ASU doesn't really get people into foul trouble, so I wouldn't worry about, too much about that. Um, but is it the case of too many cooks? No, it would be it would be a fun game to watch. Uh, I, I would I, watch it. You would too. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. We we would simulcast it. We would we would do a Peyton and uh, Peyton and Eli stream, <laughs> and that's all that you would want to see. Forget the game. <laughs> watch the simulcast. Uh, well, if you want more content like this or anything oh, written as well. Head over to gophnx.com. It's some always always good stuff going on there. You can get your first month for just 50 cents, or you can get an annual membership for just under 60 bucks. You get a sweet t-shirt with that if you want to back the A, or you want to get any of our other great shirts, you can do so at the phnxlocker.com. We also got stickers available, new stuff dropping all the time. Point God shirt is shipping soon. The PHNX Rising shirt is fire. Um, and just a bunch of stuff always going on aside from merch. Um, you get our good written stuff from everybody around phnx uh so make sure to do that and become part of the family you get access to the members only discord and that's a lot of fun where we talk in there so um yeah 50 cents for your first month 60 bucks for an annual membership you get a free t-shirt if you do so become part of the family join the fun it's uh it, it is a blast talking with uh some of you guys that are in the discord and just on twitter even if uh even if you're yelling at me for my bad takes yeah <laughs> no and you know no u of a fans would ever yell at shane no, never. Gene, never. how many Twitter how many Twitter followers did that get you? Probably about fifteen to twenty. All right, all right. But but fifteen to twenty respectful U of A fans, I would that, say. That's what we want. You know what? Shane's Shane's my guy, even though he roots for the wrong team. So if you're gonna follow Shane, follow Shane with respect. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got an all Pac twelve team. We're not doing first or second. We're not giving flowers to everybody. Nope. These are the best players. These are the 10 best players in the conference, in our opinion. And and I really think this is the only way you can really go with it. Um, and again, if you have an argument for someone else, drop it in the comments. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's really a question. It's these 10. I was prepared for you to try to throw an ASU guy in there. And honestly, BS aside, I was looking for a way to try to wiggle one in there. But I just couldn't look <laughs> I just couldn't look at this list right there. If it was and, the second half of the season, Pac-12 team, you maybe, maybe consider Amarian Jackson to get in there just because of how much better his shooting splits are and he's gotten the assist numbers up even more. But it's just, it's not a second half of the season award. And plus, he's got good taste on who he's going to be talking to in about 35 oh, minutes. Yeah. So, uh, But yeah, no, this is, I wonder if the awards have ever been this easy before where you really, the 10 the man team is super simple. All three of the awards are, or the four awards were unanimous. And I wanted to disagree with Shane, to be honest with you. But, you know, but at some point, we're not just going to disagree just to disagree. At some point, I think game recognized game. And I think this is one of those situations. Yeah. I think, 
I think maybe the only person I can think of is like a no, nah, I was gonna say Walkas, but it's just like occasionally Walkas you get. Tiger Campbell's been a little bit underwhelming, but right, same same yeah. team. Hawkes really. was the only one. Plus, Hawkes' uh, mother is born and raised in Tucson, so I'll give him a little bit of credit there. But the only guys that I really looked at, I'm like eh. Hawkes, and uh, to a much much lesser extent, a Harrison Ingram. But yeah. you know, other than that, I think you know th- this is a this is that this is it. This is that ten man team. And as much as I wanted to put a fourth and a fifth U of A guy on there, I couldn't rationalize that. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, those are all of the awards that we officially said, but I'm going to throw a curveball at you right now, Mike Luke. I'm ready. Who is your sixth man of the year in the Pac-12? And I have a feeling I know where you're going to go with this. Can I go with who's in my heart? Yeah. Umar oh. Ballo. Yep. <laughs> Umar Ballo. My, so my mom's at the game yesterday, and she's taken a very uh, – she's taken a fascination by uh, Umar. And she says – he looks so much bigger than everybody else out there. And I said, correct. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she says, can you imagine getting headbutted by him? <laughs> correct on that one is <laughs> correct on that one as well. The Umar Bello headbutt would not feel good. Bello is a beast. I, I don't, you know, I, there's probably somebody out there that, you know, but if you're asking me in my heart of hearts, it's Umar Ballo all day, every day. I really want to see that in person now, so I'm going to bring an intern with us to Vegas to to piss off Ballo to maybe get him to headbutt one of our interns. No, he's it's funny too because he's a. I mean, his height on and his height and his girth doesn't even really do him justice on TV. Yeah, like that's, Shaq is the tallest and the biggest person I've ever stood next to by a mile, and I'm not comparing him to Shaq, but it's kind of that thing where like you're like, sir, I don't want to say anything to offend you. Yeah. Type of thing. No, but who's your sixth man? I got a Utah guy. I got Both Gotch. I got, I got no problem with Both Gotch. No problem. Uh, Honestly, also, that's why I should go all, ahead. All Pac-12 first team of names in the Pac-12. Um, mm-hmm. Really fun name to say. But, yeah, he, he he was good, especially against Arizona State. I had a couple big games against ASU, and I just really like what I see. A lot of energy. I like these guys that don't really have to score a bunch, even though he's averaging, I think, nine, like, right. nine and a half points a game. Um He's he's just the guy that really is brings that energy right off the bench, kind of like what Marion is doing, um, kind of like what Ballo does, and uh, um, to a to a lesser extent, uh, Pella Larson. Uh, it just adds something, a little a little bit of juice. Um, so yeah, he's my this. man of the year. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If Ballo was on the ASU Sun Devils, yeah. how many points? What's what are his averages? What are his averages right now? I think he's averaging seven and a half and five in a block. I would go 12 and seven probably. Okay. So he'd be in the running for ASU's best player. We agree. Yes. We, we talked about this. I, 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 did. I just wanted I, to run by you again. I used to agree with you and say yes, for sure. But that was in December. And now mm-hmm. you get some guys playing really well. Uh, Jalen Graham has, has had a really good stretch of a couple months. Um, Kamani looked like himself again last night. And then Marion, obviously I think is the best player on this team right now. Um, mm-hmm. But DJ Horn, when he has a shot, I would say, but, I, he was he's just such a dominating force and when a dominating force like that is the center and focal point of an offense you, you can average some crazy numbers does, so does do remy martin or alonzo verge regret leaving no i don't think so just because this team is is has to get its way into the tournament through a pac-12 tournament win um well maybe what's that if this team was playing like this the entire year then maybe 
Yeah, but but Martin doesn't play, and Alonzo Verge is on an even worse team. Martin Mar- Martin's situation here was unique. It was there was a lot of discourse in the locker room, and he and a lot of weird stuff was going on. He, there was a lot going on of him out off the court that changed what what his chemistry was like at ASU. Mm-hmm. Um, Verge, maybe. Uh, I know the Sun Devils definitely regret Jalen House leaving after what he's been able to do at UNL. <laughs> I would imagine so. You you got it all. You've got a pretty good all transfer team yeah. as well there. Yeah, Jalen House was was a guy that I was just so sad when he was leaving because you could see his offensive output ticking up toward the end of the year, and obviously he's just an incredible defender. Um, right. So yeah, that that really hurt. Dancer Johnny Venerable. I when I go to Vegas, I don't sleep much, so it's basketball mm. and it's having fun. So uh, <laughs> take that for what. Yeah. Um, well, before we get out of here, we have a huge week ahead of us, Mike Luke. Uh, PHNX Wildcats and PHNX Sun Devils are on the road heading to Las Vegas on Tuesday for the Pac-12 tournament. We'll be there all the way through the final, regardless of if ASU gets bounced early or, God forbid, U of A does as well. Shane's going to be covering a lot of U of A hoops for me. (laughs) Um, Outside of just Pac-12 tournament coverage, we'll bring a lot of fun social content, so keep an eye out on PHNX underscore Wildcats, PHNX underscore Sun Devils, and PHNX underscore Sports on Twitter. Um, Mike, we got some really fun ideas planned, and I'm really excited to execute them when we're in Vegas. I'm also excited to throw a little money on on some uh on some sports betting and some uh some craps as well well oh, i'm very excited you no know, when vegas knows that mike luke's coming it battens down it battens down the hatches because it knows that big money is going to be coming into play right there the kia optima comes rolling into vegas on the strip and you know what things change Just yeah like that uh there will be a lot of heads turned when mike luke pulls up in the valet with the kia optima that's for damn sure yeah you you know how i roll <laughs> um all right well anything else mike before we get out of here uh no just other than you know what um uh follow shane on twitter if you're not um they got a big interview going on uh, uh we like giving each other a hard time but uh, getting jackson on is a big get for these guys over there they're doing a great job and uh you know asu isn't my thing but i watch these guys just to support these people so you can still back the a and support shane Love it. Appreciate you. Yeah, we don't just talk ASU basketball on our show. Honestly, frequently on Fridays, we talk a lot less anything ASU related. Um, so go ahead and join us um, in about 30 minutes right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Oh. You can follow me on Twitter. What's up? Oh, and one last thing. Sean in the background, who Sean does a great job producing, as I put out on Twitter. I don't know anything technologically. So, you know, these guys make me look a lot better than I are. So thanks, Sean. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> He's the goat. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore DePause, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Luke or at PHNX underscore Wildcats. Follow PHNX underscore Sun Devils and PHNX underscore Sports across all socials. As I said, live in 30 minutes right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Mike, it's been a pleasure as always. Thanks for taking the time today. Good stuff, my man. I'll see you up in Vegas. All right. Peace.